I just got back from my Saturday morning walk and I usually do about five miles. I used to run it, but now I'm walking it. So it takes longer, but I'm listening to music. I'm just enjoying the day. And I was going up this hill, which is near the end of this five mile trek that I do. And it's a street that a lot of people, you know, bike down or walk down. Some people run down it. It's pretty steep, but I walk up it and it's, um, harder than it really should be for me, but it is what it is. And I'm just trying to get some strength. And when I got up to a certain point, I looked over at the cliffs across the way and saw this just beautifulness in flowers. And so I stopped to take a picture and um, it was just so weird because people that were coming down kind of looked at me. They were trying to look at, they were trying to figure out what it was I was looking at. And one person kind of looked at me and was like, what, you know, just did like a shrug. And I just didn't even answer them because I wasn't sure that they were shrugging at me or whatever. And I just pointed over at the cliff and, and then I just went about and took my picture and I just went on my way. And it just, made me think after that, because I was listening to music and I was just enjoying the walk. And it made me realize that we really don't stop to smell the roses, right? I mean, I didn't stop to smell roses and they weren't roses, but I stopped to just enjoy the beauty of something I hadn't seen in a while. And I think they were just blooming. So they're really beautiful. I'm going to insert them in here, hopefully. And, um, you know, look at one of the things about having joy in your life, and I am not trying to act as if I'm some expert in joy. I'm saying in my life, the reason why I've been able to get through the things I've been able to get through is because I've developed skills. And uh, my therapist would say that they were survival skills that I developed as a kid. And um, I agree. I, I never thought about it that way. So I'm just trying to share some of those things that I experience. And what I want to do is share because I think other people have little uh, things that they do too that might inspire them to share those with other people as well. You know, if we want to be a community of people that have more joy, love, laughter, happiness in our lives, then we actually have to pay attention to the moments where we can actually grasp that. The idea that we'd be sitting at home and joy would just find us, I think is also not the way it works, right? We have to work for the things that we want and some of it is developing those skills. So one of the skills that I've developed is that when I go for my walk, and it doesn't matter if you don't work out or you don't do things the way that I do them, like I'm not expecting anyone to do things the way that I uh, do them. But even if you're going to the grocery store and you're walking from your car to the store, or if you're in the store, there are just things you can do to try to have more joy. This cynicism that we have developed as a society, this negativity that we're always on guard, that we're always in a stance where we're in a defensive place. We, we have to stop that. We individually. I can't force you to do anything to change, right? But I can change myself. And so 
One of the things you can do is that when you go for a walk, when you go somewhere, if you're going to walk to the bus stop to get on the bus, to go to work or whatever it is, when you have a moment where you can actually observe and see what's around you and find joy in it, do it. Do it. And today that's what had happened was I was walking and I walk, I do this track all the time. I never noticed that the cliff had finally had some blooming and it was beautiful. It was absolutely beautiful. And there weren't a lot of cars going back and forth because it was early this morning, you know? So that's one thing. Be more aware of what's around you. Um, the other thing I want to talk about is a quick one. On LinkedIn this past week, I commented on somebody's post and it got a lot of likes and a lot of comments, some good, some bad or whatever, not bad, but you know, differing points of view, whatever. But the really cool thing that happened was a couple of people added me as part of their network. And I, you know, of course said yes, because I want to meet people on LinkedIn. I think that's a great way to do things. And somebody had just started a podcast, you know, they, they had noticed that I, uh, host a podcast and live streaming show. And so they told me that they had started a podcast as well. So I went and listened to a couple of episodes and they're just like 20 minutes each. And, and I thought I would listen to them. And it was very interesting because as he had shared his podcast link to me, he said, I'm just starting, you know, it's unedited. It's not that good. You know, he did the whole thing to kind of set me up so that I could see the failure in it or to excuse whatever he thought was a failing in it. And I have to tell you, one of the things that I got out of listening to his podcast, and I sent this message to him already. I said, you know, I see where you're going with it. It's actually really interesting. It's a stream of consciousness kind of thing. And I'm just listening to the other side of the conversation. And these were really good points that I wanted to let him know because he seemed so negative in sharing it, right? Um, he's just starting it. And here's what I want to say. If you want to try and do a podcast or you want to try and do anything, why not try and do it? The only regret you're going to have in life is the things you wanted to do and you didn't try to do them. If you try to do something with all your heart and you fail at it, you'll at least have the information that you tried and you failed. And you can choose then to turn around and, you know, readjust or learn or fix it or whatever and continue on. Or you could be like, yeah, you know what? I tried it and I'm done. But you won't regret not attempting it. Does that make sense? So, I loved that he's doing this. I told him that I think he should just keep doing it. He will learn all the other things we all learn as we go down this journey. I'm learning stuff every day about podcasting and live streaming. And I've been doing it for quite a while. I was a producer for four different podcasts. So, you know, if you're not in a learning mode, I think you're already kind of dead in a way, right? We should always be learning, growing, and being. And um, I was so happy that he shared his podcast with me. And I hope that if there's something out there that you want to try, that you really want to do, go for it. Figure out a way to, to, to do it, especially if it's a podcast. Everyone should try to do a podcast because we have all the tools necessary right now. And he was just using his his phone and he was talking in his car and it 
it worked because the content was interesting, you know? So that's the other thing I wanted to share is just try not to have any regrets in life. Not when it's something as simple as trying something that you've always wanted to do or that you're thinking about doing or that everybody else is doing and you want to give it a shot. I just told someone the other day they should um, have a TikTok and just try to do a couple of TikToks or YouTube shorts. And they were just like, oh, I don't know. I don't know if that's really me. I'm like, well, you won't know unless you try it. You know what I mean? You won't know. You won't know unless you try it because you're kind of hesitant. I know some people who want nothing to do with TikTok or YouTube because it's not their thing to be on camera all the time. That's a different ballgame. You know what I mean? So try things. Try things. Have no regrets in life. These ones are easy ones too. And the last thing I really want to emphasize because, you know, people keep asking me certain questions and I'm always shocked that um, people don't do these things because I keep thinking, this is like a normal thing everybody does. But what I'm starting to realize, especially as I get older, people are going to be like, Carmen, you are nuts. And that's okay. <laughs> it's true. Um, you know, we all come from different places and we learn different things. And even though um, I tend to think I do a lot of things that most people do, I realize I don't. And some of those things are good and some of those are bad. But this one's a good thing and I want to share it with everyone. So. One of the ways you can have more joy in your life, one of the ways you can have more, I don't know if it's joy. I don't know if it's joy. Let me stop. I don't know if it's joy. I'm going to say positivity in your life, as far as I'm concerned, is be very wary of consuming so much news and not enough happy, joyful stuffage. So years ago, I made this decision and um, it was one of the best decisions I made First of all, I don't watch news before I go to bed. It's I don't watch anything horrific before I go to bed. And usually the news, and it doesn't matter what news it is. It doesn't matter if it's the BBC, the Associated Press. You know, it doesn't matter if it's um, MSNBC, Fox News, or CNN, or whatever all the other, you know, 24-hour news shows we have now um, that we didn't have when I was growing up. When I was growing up, we had three channels. Um, and news was one hour at night. And I think in the morning, I don't even remember because I was in school or at rehearsal. So we didn't consume as much negativity every day. So I implemented that in my life. And here's the deal for every hour of news I consume. And I'm talking about news. Okay. Newscaster, or I'm reading news in the paper for every hour. I have to do two hours of a great TV show or a movie, or I have to read a book for two hours, right? And here's what's interesting. I don't have that much time in the day. I know a lot of people do. I don't. So I try not to consume an hour of any type of news per day. I try not to do it. I do not sit in front of MSNBC and just watch it all day. Or, you know, uh, I don't read the the paper from beginning to end and consume heartache. Here's the problem with our news. First of all, it's 24 seven, you know, there we get the news all day long and there are pluses to that. There are great things about that because technology and the ability to see what's going on in the world is so easy and amazing. So we can know what's happening in other people's lives, right? As a society, as a huge global community, 
But in the same respects, news is not really news. News is always negative news. You ever realize that? I mean, there might be one or two infused tiny little positivity items that you get, these morsels, but it's not news. News is always negative, at least here in the United States, for sure. And I get clips from the BBC and you guys are obsessed with the whole royal family thing. I don't know what that's about, but <laughs> I just, here's, here's what I'm going to say. What I do is I, I do have one show that I watch pretty regularly. And because I don't watch it when it's on, um, it's recorded, it's DVR'd or whatever we call that nowadays. And, um, I just watch the top of that. And if I'm interested in a news item, then I will watch that segment. Um, uh, but I get the fill. And then I also get, uh, from the Associated Press, uh, the headlines of the day and that's it. So maybe 30 minutes of news. Um, and then I counterbalance that. I've been laughing with Rick on the live stream a little bit that I've been obsessed, obsessed for months with Stargate SG1, right? Uh, before that it was Star Trek Next Generation, you know, um, I also started going down this rabbit hole of Richard Dean Anderson shows MacGyver, which I, Honestly, do not remember watching that back in the 80s or 90s, whenever it was. And my goodness, is that show dated, but it's still interesting. My point is, is I'll watch one or two of those episodes um, and it makes me happy. It, it's not detrimental and painful to me. So try and start incorporating things in your life and start noticing all the stuff that you're taking into your space, your soul, your heart, your mind. And, and then you're going to sleep with that. Now I'm no scientist. I don't know how the brain works. I don't know how all of this works. I know for me, not consuming negativity helps me not be a negative person every day. And that's what I am trying to get people to understand. Like, if you ask most people if they're uh, more positive or negative, most people will answer, oh, no, I'm totally more positive. Definitely. I'm an optimist. Everyone says they're an optimist. Most people are not. Most people are not optimists at all. I'm sorry. Most people, in, let me let me back that up. Most people in my life are not optimists. And I don't think it's because you don't want to be a person of positivity and optimism. But it's so easy to be in this place of cynicism all the time. It's really easy to be negative and, and defensive all the time. And it's easy to do that because we're constantly consuming negativity. We're constantly not seeing what's right in front of us, like beautiful flowers blooming and being worried that somebody has stopped on the street to take a picture of it, you know? I mean, no offense to the people that were, they were so confused what I was doing. You know, they actually cared, I guess. But be more aware of your surroundings. Notice joy when it's right in front of you. Notice when you're consuming negativity, especially when it's so easy to see on social media and, you know, news items and newspapers and um, network television. And I'm look at, I'm a huge fan of television and movies and, and all that stuff. I'm saying do better about what you put into your heart, stay informed of what's going on in the world. But you know what? You don't need 24 hour news. Nobody does. You don't, you need the headlines 
And then the things that are important to you, you can go and investigate in Google or whatever and, or watch that segment, but you do not need 24 hours of news all day long. This is why so many people have gotten so corrupted and so overwhelmed by, um, negativity in the world right now, you know, and YouTube is great, but YouTube is not great 24 hours a day either. If it's bad, negative stuff, you know, if it's misinformation, if you're getting misinformation all day long and negative, like be afraid of immigrants, be afraid of teachers, be afraid of transgender people, be afraid of everybody who isn't you. <laughs> like, Of course, you're going to be walking around constantly thinking that somebody's taking something away from you. You don't need to take on all that energy. You know, you could be a happier person, but you got to work at it. You got to work at it. You got to work at it. I don't know where along the way we thought that joy and positivity were just how life is supposed to be. It's not. We have to work at the life we want. So do that. Do that. Try a new thing like a podcast or write a blog or whatever it is you've been in your heart trying to pretend you want to do or not do. Get on TikTok or YouTube shorts or Instagram. Do something fun and cool and new. Try it out so you have no regrets and smile. That's all. Smile. So I'm so glad, as always, for people stopping by. Thank you for listening to the podcast. Make sure you join us on Thursday nights at the live stream. It's so much fun. I have to tell you, it's so much fun. Uh, this week, we have my friend, Hi, who's coming on, and he's going to talk about what he does. That should be interesting. And also, we used to work together at Brand New School, and it'll be interesting to hear his reflections on that time period, and I'm going to share a little bit more about uh, my time at Brand New School as well, so that should be uh, interesting. So thanks again for stopping by, and I'll see you again next week. Bye. Thanks for stopping by All About the Joy. Be better and stay beautiful, folks. Have a sweet day. <laughs>